we are looking at uh, asking God to fill us with his peace. We're looking at the same thought of, is your life a life of peace? Are you living a life of peace? Or is your life falling to pieces? And we may find ourselves in any one of those two places at one time or different times in a day, but we do want to look tonight at God fills us with his peace. The only way we're going to have peace is for God to fill us. We won't find it in the world. And so we have only one verse tonight. In Romans chapter 15, verse 13, the Bible says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So this is a prayer as Paul is coming to a conclusion of writing the letter to the Roman Christians. He's saying this as a prayer and asking God to do something for the Christians there in Rome. So it's simply a prayer by Paul asking God to fill the Christians there with joy and peace, just as we would today. And so we still want God to fill us with his joy and his peace today. And so as we look at that, we examine the verse uh, word by word and find the word hope. In the word hope, there he says, may the God of hope, God is the God of hope. So what is he as a God of hope? Well, he's the God who is joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. So if we have that joyful hope, that hope in the Lord, the God of hope, we have a joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. We can say to ourselves, I am joyful tonight because I am, have a confident expectation that I'm not only saved now, but I'm saved for eternity. And so that gives us joy knowing that hey, I'm going to heaven when I die and I'll, I'll always be there. And so we expect that. We have confident expectation of that. But it also simply means we have the assurance of salvation. Uh, many times I've come across people and talked to people and asked questions, had questions asked to me about their salvation and wanting their assurance. Am I positively for sure that I'm saved? I need to know and, you know, have my doubts. And so we go through a lot of things with each individual. Each individual. It's different, but uh, we need that assurance, don't we? We need that assurance that we're saved. If we say we're saved, we need the assurance of it. And so God can give that to us, and that gives us hope, and that gives us that confident expectation of an eternal salvation, but we need that assurance. Just say, be able to sit down and say, you know, are you saved? Yes. You sure? Mm-hmm. Positive? Yep. Going to heaven when you die? Mm-hmm. You know, we need that assurance to be able to answer all those questions and have all those answers and just know for sure that if we die tonight, we're going to heaven. So hope is also that confidence of what is good and beneficial. We know that Jesus is good, heaven is good, it's beneficial, and we have a confidence of that. So this phrase that he's saying, may the God of hope fill us with all expectation, this is what we're talking about when we're talking about hope. Joyful joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. And so that gives us joy. May the God of hope give us joy, fill us with joy, fill us with gladness, great happiness. The word joy in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew language, literally means a dancing heart. If we've got joy in our heart, our heart's dancing tonight. And there's nothing in the world around us that prevents our heart from dancing. It comes from within. The whole world around us can be falling apart. We can have the worst day of our life and still have joy because what's going on within us through the Holy Spirit, that God is filling us with that hope, that joyful and confident expectation of our eternal salvation. Therefore, let the world around us fall apart. We can still have that gladness, that great happiness, 
that dancing heart within us because of what the Holy Spirit is doing inside of us. Never at any time should what's happening around us do anything about our joy because that comes from within through the Holy Spirit because he says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy, fill you with all a dancing heart at all times, no matter what's going on around us. And as that happens, he's not only saying, I want my God to fill you with all joy, but I want him to fill you with all peace too. And so we've looked at this word peace since January, but the word peace, once again, is freedom from rage and the chaos of war. Not necessarily the rage and the chaos of war around us, but the rage and chaos of war within us. We find many times ourselves or people around us that are filled with rage and are filled with war. There's a battle going on in us so many times because of what's going on around us that we're struggling with. You know, we got to struggle with this and struggle with that. And here's something financial or something physical or something in a relationship. And we're struggling against things and we're having this war going on. And it's affecting us from the inside. And so if we've got peace, then we're free from this rage and chaos war going on right within us. Sometimes a home can be filled with rage and chaos of war. Sometimes a marriage can be filled with rage and chaos of war. But sometimes each individual can be filled with rage and chaos of war. And so God's, uh, Paul is saying, I want God to fill you with this hope, but I want him to fill you with joy and I want him to fill you with this peace. I want him to set you free from rage and chaos of war that's in you. Peace also means harmony. Uh, harmony simply means we're getting along with God. We're in sequence with God. We're in tune with God. We're singing the same tune with him. We're moving in the same direction. We're going together and we have harmony with one another. Peace means security. It means we have security in Christ. Sometimes we uh, come across a phrase in relationships where somebody will say, I feel real insecure in this relationship with this person. And when they say they're feeling insecure with that relationship with that person, they're simply saying they may leave or they may walk away or they may not like me anymore or they may let me down or they may disappoint me or, or whatever that insecurity is. They're not secure in that relationship because something's going on in the relationship that's causing an insecurity. And yet Jesus comes along and says, wait a minute. <laughs> you don't have peace in that relationship, do you? Because there's insecurity in that relationship. You're wondering if that relationship's going to last for multiple reasons, whatever they may be. But he comes along and says, hold on. <laughs> I want to give you peace. I want to give you security in a relationship with me, he says, that I'm never going to leave. You don't have to be insecure in our relationship. Peace also means safety. We're guarded by Jesus. We're guarded by the Holy Spirit. We're guarded by God. Peace means contentment. We have contentment in who we are as a person. We have contentment with where we are in life. And that ought to be all the time also. We come across people that don't feel content with themselves. They're restless. They're looking, a phrase from I think the 60s actually I'm going to go find myself. You know, sometimes people say that if you were coming through the 60s at any point in your life, that you remember that phrase that was out there. Uh, I was too young to remember it during the 60s, but uh, some of you may be of the age where you do remember that phrase. I've just heard about the phrase. Uh, that I'm going to go find myself. And so they travel the world, they travel the country, they ride the motorcycles, they go camping, they do whatever trying to find themselves and only to return and, and say, I'm still in the same place I was when I left. 
because nothing changed. There's no contentment in themselves. And so when we have peace within ourselves, we've got contentment. We can be anywhere in the world and be content. We can be in any kind of situation and be content because we're getting it from God, this person in Jesus living in us to give us that contentment. It means to be settled down in our heart. Our heart is just settled down. And sometimes we have a heart that is unsettled and we're, we're restless and we don't know what to do. We don't know where to turn. We, we try this job, we try that thing and do here and go here and do all those things. And yet God has to come along and give us peace. And when he gives that peace, it means we're settled down in our heart. My heart just kind of settles down. And so this is peace. And so if you find all those words or all those phrases in your life tonight, then you find peace. Otherwise, our life is falling to pieces because we don't have all of this. So uh, going back to the verse, starting back over, may the God of hope, this God of joyful and confident expectation we have eternal security in, fill you with joy, a dancing heart, but also fill you with joy, a settled down heart, as so that you may overflow with hope uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. But in the middle there, right in the middle there, as you trust in Him. That's a key phrase right in the middle of that whole verse. Because we need to understand, as you trust in Him, yes, it is God who provides the joy and the peace. It's God who's providing what settles down in our heart, what gives us a dancing heart. It is God who's doing that. But what we need to do is our continual confidence and trust in Him that enables Him to do this, to bless us with that joy and peace. And so it's not just once in a while. It's not just every now and then. It's not just Sunday or Wednesday night or when we read our devotion in the morning or when we're praying or when we're really going good with God or something like that. Notice how it says it's our continual confidence and trust in Him that enables Him to bless us. Continual. What's continual? What does that word mean? Continual? Ongoing? All the time? Always? That's continual. Not just every now and then, not just every once in a while, but always ongoing, all the time, continual. That's what we've got to be doing is trusting God, having confidence in God all the time. He can't bless us if we don't. Because if we're just trusting Him every now and then, if we're just trusting Him when we're on the mountaintop, everything's going good. God, I just love you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. I love my neighbor as myself. Things are going great. I'm on top of the world. I've got trust in you. I've got confidence in you. And so I know you're blessing me as a result. But what about down in the valley? When things are tough, things aren't going our way, do we still have that same confidence in Him? Do we still have that same trust in Him? Do we still say, Lord, I've got faith in you and I trust you with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength? All the time, even though I'm down in the valley. So if we don't, then that does not allow God to fill us and provide with us that joy and peace that He wants to give us because we're not trusting Him. Notice the verse again. May the God of hope, Paul is praying this for the Roman Christians as He is for us. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in Him continually, all the time, ongoing, always not just once in a while. The joy and the peace given by God results in an overflow of hope in the life of the believer. And so as we're doing that, as we're continually trusting in Him, having confidence in Him, 
He's giving us the joy and the peace that we need to get through the day, the week, the month, the year, and the lifetime, then we're going to get something as a result. We're going to get this hope that overflows. This overflowing hope from God is provided only by the presence, power of the Holy Spirit. We do not get it any other way. We don't get it by getting a raise at work. We don't get it by going after the mailbox and getting that check out of the mailbox. We don't get it by something new coming into our home. We don't get it in any kind of way except through the power of the Holy Spirit living in us. That's how we get His overflowing hope is through the Holy Spirit living in us. So what's overflowing? Overflowing means abounding. Overflowing means there's an abundance there. Overflowing means there's a large quantity. And I just threw in the last part of my own words, a bunch. That wasn't a Greek word for it. It wasn't even a Hebrew word for it. It's just mine. <laughs> if you got something overflowing, you got a bunch of stuff, whatever that may be. You know, kind of like if you go fishing, you got a bunch of fish. Not me, but you might. If you got a bunch of something, you know what it means to have an abundance, large quantity, over, abounding and overflowing. That's what God says He wanting for us. Paul's praying for us that we might have this abundance, this overflowing of hope that's only through the power of the Holy Spirit coming to us, but it's because we're continually trusting and have confidence in Him. So our only access to joy, our only access to peace, our only access to an overflowing hope is for us to have that daily trust and faith in Christ. All the time, continual, without ceasing, always and forever, all the time. Not just every now and then, not just every once in a while, not when we're down and out, say, God, God, I really need you right now. I need you to come close to me. I need to, to sense your presence and, and know you real well right now. No, it's all the time. It's to be daily. So when we're in that committed relationship with Christ, and perhaps you are tonight, you've committed your life to Him, you've turned your life over to Him, and you say, Lord, I serve you, period. I love you, period. Not if, not when, not because. Lord, I'm in a committed relationship with you. If you're in a committed relationship with a person, what what is that? You're in a committed relationship with somebody. What does that mean? Do you know? I think some of you are in a committed relationship with somebody. I mean, I'm not I'm not calling names. I'm not mentioning what what Danny. You're going to listen to the other person in a committed relationship. Okay. All right. In it all the way. For the good, the bad, and the ugly. Do what she says. Do what she says. Your wife said what? Stuck. Yeah, I don't know. What did you say again? Yeah, okay. All right. I, I asked the wrong question, didn't I? <laughs> I got more than I wanted. Okay. <laughs> so you know what a committed relationship is then. All those words, all those phrases are correct. We're there. We're in it. For the long haul, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the, the good times, the bad times, the, the rough and the easy and all of that. We're there. We're going to work through this. We're going to get through this. And we're talking about committed relationships with other people. Other people. But doesn't the same apply with Jesus? You know, sometimes even as a Christian, we're denying ourselves, taking up our cross daily, and we're following Jesus. I mean, we're on fire for the Lord. We're following Him. Lord, tell me where to go, and I'll go, and I'll do what you want me to do, and I'm just following you wherever you lead me. 
And then something rough comes along, something tough comes along, something unexpected comes along. We weren't looking for that. We didn't plan on that, but here it is right in our face. I mean, it's just, where'd that come from? Are we still committed to Jesus then? See how that works? You see it sometimes, don't you? See some people just kind of back up. (laughs) I didn't know it was going to be like this, Jesus. I didn't know it was going to be this hard. I didn't know you were going to slap me in the face with something that I didn't expect. And why don't I just kind of sit down for a little while, back up and just take it easy and stop praying and stop reading my Bible because it's not doing any good apparently. And so, you know, hasn't that happened? (laughs) Haven't you seen people do that? When we're in a committed relationship with Christ, walking out our faith in Him every day, walking out our faith, you know, saying the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, I read this, I read that, I read this over here. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And then we're saying, okay, yes, Lord, now I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to live it out. I'm going to do it day in and day out. Not just read it and say, you're talking to me, aren't you? But we live it out. We carry it out in the world in which we live. So in the committed relationship with Christ, we're walking out our faith every day, not just on Sunday, not just on Wednesday, but every day, no matter what's going on, then that's when we receive His joy. When we carry out His Word in our life, in a committed relationship with Him, serving Him, period, loving Him, period, not if, and, or, but, that's when we receive His joy. Because we're living life His way not our way. Not only do we receive His joy, but we'll get His peace. Lord, I just need peace in what I'm going through right now. God said, I'll give it to you because you're in a committed relationship with me. You're serving me, being obedient to me. You're walking out your faith. You're growing, you're maturing, you're hearing and reading and understanding my will for your life. And I give you peace as a result. And finally, it gives us that overflowing hope. He said, I want your hope to be overflowing. I want your hope in me to be abounding, abundant, have a large quantity of it, and just have a bunch of that hope. Because that hope says, I've got a joyful expectation, a joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. I know I'm saved. I know I'm born again. And this confidence in you is good and it's beneficial for me. And Lord, I just want to serve you wherever you want me to go. I'll do what you want me to do because I'm committed to you, to you, period, no matter what happens in our life. Are we there tonight? Does this sound like us? Is this prayer coming through in our life like it was for the Roman Christians. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Is that your life tonight? It can be. We just have to do it.